Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Vlogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. blogging for a while now and through a survey or through analytics or through opt-ins or through emails or some something you have come to realize that you may in fact have attracted or be writing to more than one audience and you ask yourself Kim I don't really know what that means exactly like what are we talking about and how do I know if that's me um across the board if you're writing a lifestyle blog you're going to get a lot of different people that are coming, right? Because those people are coming to consume different articles about different topics that may pertain to them. Um, And it may not necessarily always be everything that you write about or the main topic that you write about. You know, maybe one day you just decided. So for example, um, I talk about this, I think often, but there is a air show that happens in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. And I don't really write that much about travel. Uh, But in this case, when I was getting ready to go, I was like, there are no articles on how, like how to prepare to stay at this campground associated with this air show. And as a gal with kids or whatever, I was like, I don't even know what to expect. And so when I went to this event, I decided to, you know, write this in-depth article that explained, I took pictures, like I took pictures of the campground, I took pictures of the outside of the bathrooms. I took, you know, I gave them detailed information about what the showers were like and what you needed to bring in order to take a shower and, you know, tips for being able to get all your kids in there, get all your kids out without getting wet towels and all these different things that I felt like if a mom was preparing to go to this event, she would be more equipped by this article that I wrote. So it may not be what I always write about. And I get a lot of nice comments. I get emails. Sometimes I get, you know, notes through Facebook about people who found the article and it was extremely helpful for them, but they may not necessarily be my target audience. I just wrote that article to fill a gap. So there's going to be times when you write articles on your website that may, you know, you feel like they're just good information that needs to be out there and you want to write an article to make the internet a better place. Um, they may not be necessarily like right on brand with what you write about or whatever. So I get that. So in those cases, yes, sometimes you just attract different types of people. And those people aren't really your people that you plan to write to all the time. You just did something that was sort of like a high five. Here you go. Like here, I hope this helps. So there's articles that will be like that, but that doesn't suddenly mean that you have two audience. It just means audiences. It just means, or more than one audience. It just means that you have people who do read your content who may necessarily, may not necessarily be interested in the rest of your content. When we're talking about having multiple audiences, I'm going to give you some examples of the places that I've seen this. So the number one place I see this is often in um, faith-based blogs. So people who have a faith-based blog may attract an audience of like everyday women. They could be women in ministry, um, ministry leaders, whatever it may be. And so they're putting out all this content and they come to this realization that, hey, I've got both an audience of like everyday women who aren't necessarily in ministry, but who are spiritual. And I have women who are in leadership in churches or whatever, who are also reading this blog. Another place I've seen this is people who create, like maybe you create um, 
homeschool materials, right? So you're creating like homeschool resources, printables, things like that. And if you, especially like if you're in like writing a lot about like preschool and things like that, you may find that you're attracting, um, homeschool moms or, you know, women who like to do home, you know, work at home with their preschoolers, uh, preschool educators and potentially preschool church programs. So like I've seen people kind of run into these situations where they discover that there's different people who are using their materials for different reasons, different ways in different environments. And, um, you know, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of other <laughs> people out there who have multiple audiences with all kinds of uh, niches. And so I think the main question that people run into and they feel this tension is that they've got more than one audience and they're not really sure what to do with it. And so I would like to talk about today in this podcast, how to manage more than one audience. And number one, um, I want to point out that to manage more than one audience, one audience, you need to be able to articulate who they are. So if you suspect, like if you're in the early stages where you're like, man, I really think that I have more than one audience, uh, the way that you're going to be able to manage more than one audience is to be able to pinpoint who they are. So just like I said, like if you've got this preschool curriculum sort of website, if you are able to tell based on emails that you get or surveys that you put out to your audience or whatever it may be, or maybe it's the opt-ins that you've made, you know, you're realizing maybe like, like, for example, I think what happens a lot of times is people make like a welcome email. So when one of these people opts into a freebie that they're offering, the welcome email may say, Hey, can you reply and tell me a little bit more about you? And so they start getting these replies and the replies from these people are them saying, Hey, I'm, you know, a preschool teacher. Hey, I'm a stay at home mom. Hey, I'm a ministry leader or whatever it may be. And that's how they start to see like, Oh, I'm seeing these consistent responses from these three different kinds of people on a regular basis. Right? So in those situations, they're able to articulate that these people fall into three, these three different categories. There's people who run preschools, people who do at-home daycare, and then people who may be using it for, like, ministry materials, especially, like, if you had, um, you know, like, Christian homeschool materials or something along those lines, they might like your stuff for printables or whatever, maybe. Um, <clears throat> so that's kind of the first step is to really be able to pinpoint who they are. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not talking about, you know, for me, for example, like, because I niche down into parties and I still have personal finance stuff on my blog, like, I'm no longer tailoring to the personal finance blog, um, personal finance stuff. So, I mean, even though my book is there, that's, you know, my focus on my book is creating the life you want with the money that you have to work with. And that kind of, to me, goes in hand in hand with the core value of the party blog, which is like celebrating, being intentional, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I now am not looking to tailor to a financial audience. So even though there's gonna be people who still come to my blog, who still want to opt in to like, you know, freebies that I have related to money or, you know, access a resource library that has money printables in it. Like those people are not my core focus. My core, core, core focus, you know, are women who like to host, be hostesses, to host parties, to create entertainment, to be with friends, all that kind of stuff. Like that's my core audience. So I right now feel pretty comfortable with the audience that I've developed because I know who they are and I don't feel like I have more than one. But there are those of you out there who are, you know, really starting to realize you do have more than one. And that can be a really, really hard balance. But the key number one is for you to be able to articulate who they are and so that you can kind of place them into what we call segmentation. And it needs to be enough of each 
you know, that it makes sense to actually segment. And that's kind of what I want to talk about next. So number one, I mean, number two is that you need to decide which ones you care about talking to. So even though you get, you know, you may have been able to articulate that you have three audiences. I've had plenty of people who say, Hey, I really am not like, I've never been a preschool teacher or I've never been a ministry worker. And to be honest with you, like, I don't really know how to speak to that audience. Like, I think it's great. They're coming. I think it's great that like, I'm getting the page views out of it. I think it's great that they may be buying affiliate products for me or whatever, but like, I don't really want to, to write, you know, content that is tailored towards those people in particular. Like, I don't really want to talk about those topics in my blog I don't want to start writing posts about preschool. I don't want to write posts about ministry. I don't even want to write about that stuff in my email. Like I am a stay at home mom and I love teaching my preschooler and I really just want to serve people who teach preschoolers. That's fine. Then you just basically, you may have more than one audience coming to your website, which everyone basically does. But ultimately you're saying, I am not interested in taking advantage or not advantage is not the right word, but in a positive way to take advantage. Um, not in a manipulative way to take advantage, but I am not looking at wanting to, you know, tailor to those two other audiences. I'm going to continue to write about what I know about, about being a preschool teacher at home, all these things. And so I'm going to lean into that. Perfect. That is what I'm talking about doing. You need to decide if you care about the other audiences. And if you don't care or are not confident or don't want to write about those things, it's okay. Don't do it. Don't force yourself to do what you're not comfortable doing. This is your blog and I need you to stick with it until you get to your success story or until you grow it to the level that you want it to be. And I'll be here for you through that whole journey. But please don't try to be everything to everybody if you really confidently know that you fall, you know, you fall confidently into one of those areas. And that's where you really want to be. Do it. Pick one. It's fine. Okay. The next thing is you need to decide which ones are worth talking to. So let's say that you're in the same boat, okay? And you have three different audiences that you know are coming to your blog, except that let's say maybe you were a preschool teacher a long time ago, and now you're a stay-at-home mom who does preschool training with your kids, okay? So now what we've got is a situation where you feel very, very comfortable actually talking to preschool teachers, and you feel very comfortable talking to moms, um... But you may not feel that comfortable talking to ministry leaders. And at the same time, you may realize, like, I don't know that I could actually make products or monetize that particular segment of the audience very well. So to be honest with you, like, what I know is I can make products confidently geared towards preschool teachers and I can make products confidently geared towards stay-at-home moms who want to teach their children. So I'm going to lean into those two because I know that they're worth it. Like, I know that... Leaning into those two, I know I can monetize my site the best. And for that, that means the third category, they're welcome to come. They're welcome to get my freebies. They're welcome to buy whatever they want to buy, but I'm not going to tailor any of my content categories or opt-ins towards that particular audience because the other two are worth it for me to focus on. All right. So point four, the question that I often get is, do I segment or not segment? And when we talk about segmenting, it often refers a lot to email lists. So asking the question of now that I have all these people coming to my website, do I tailor specific opt-ins to specific, um, to specific audiences, right? So if we're in the case, and this is my example throughout this whole podcast, if you're the preschool 
teacher who became the preschool stay-at-home mom and you feel comfortable with those two audience, the question is now, do you make, do you make opt-ins or do you ask your audience to segment themselves like in your welcome email by saying, hey, I'm a preschool teacher or hey, I'm a stay-at-home mom teacher um, in your welcome email, like helping them like click a link that marks them with that identification. Like, do you engage in that or do you keep them all in the same big lump together and just send out an email every week that has both materials for preschool teachers and materials for stay-at-home moms? So if you can kind of imagine that, like that's a struggle I think that people have is trying to decide, like, should I send two separate email newsletters to these two separate audiences or do I put them together and include all the information in one? And I really think it just depends on your capacity to start with. You may want to try the one email and when you're sharing information specifically to educators or you're sharing, you know, preschool educators versus stay at home educators, maybe just at the bottom of your email, you segment them appropriately, right? So like you have a heading that says like, latest stuff for preschool teachers and latest stuff for stay at home um, or like home educators or whatever it may be. Um, Cause it may not matter. It really just depends. Like you need to look at your content and decide if it really does matter. If you need to call out those segments or just send one email and let it be what it will be. Um, and the key is just don't overthink it. Like the key is, um, you know, the ability to segment is nice because then, you know, if you have a product that you want to affiliate or a product that you want to make that, you know, is specifically targeted towards actual preschool teachers, well, then your list is segmented and you know, only to send that information to the people who are preschool teachers, right? So like if you wrote an ebook geared toward preschool teachers, then you wouldn't send that ebook necessarily to your mom educator group. You'd send it to your preschool leadership group. Um, and then you knew, you would know that that audience was much, much warmer to buying that product than the other audience might be. So these are just things to consider, um, how you want to do it at minimum. It's probably a good idea to, you know, tailor opt-ins to either one or in your welcome email to ask people to like click a link that it, you know, that tags them basically as being an educator or whatever your two segments or three segments or whatever they are, are so that you have the information in case you need the information. Um, I know a lot of people sort of say they wish they had done that from stage one, just like having the ability to divide people up as to what they are. Um, so it's completely up to you. It takes a little bit of extra work, but it can be worthwhile. Um, so that's something that you want to decide if you want to spend the time on, do you want to segment them or do you want to keep them all together? Number five, the other question you want to ask yourself is, do you want to organize your website for the user experience? Meaning, do you want to organize your categories, consider making categories that lead to landing pages that are geared towards supporting and speaking to and making offers to like each individual audience? And that was a mouthful. So to break this down, let's say you know, both of these people are coming to your website and maybe they're coming back, right? Like they really like what you make. And so they, now they've like bookmarked your website and they're going to come back to your website, to your homepage again and again and again to see what's new. So it could be that, you know, you set up your categories or even your homepage that when people come, you can say like maybe with an image, I'm an educator. And then below it, I'm a homeschool mom. Um, and then they can click one of those choices. And when they click through, they're going straight to a landing page that you've made on your site that has 
a opt-in that's geared towards them that has your top content or posts that are geared toward them or, you know, just some great like one-stop resource page for those people who come to your site. Maybe it's like here are the new printables or here's the resource library geared towards homeschool moms or whatever it may be so that you also have a way of guiding them through the experience on your website geared towards each particular audience. So that that's the key is like how will you guide them through their experience from your homepage or any other page, right? So if you've got menus at the top, maybe it's like preschool teacher resources and then homeschool preschool resources or whatever it may be, however you'd like to label those categories. But if somebody is, you know, visiting an article and they see that menu option, then they are like, oh, let me check this out. And even when they click on that menu item, it can go to that authoritative landing page that links to the best of all your stuff and your freebie related to them and potentially even the products that you've created for those people. Um, you know, a shop, shop of products specifically geared towards preschool, homeschool moms, or, you know, maybe on both pages, you just link back to the, the one shop that you have that's for everybody. But ultimately you're just trying to help them navigate a better experience when they come to your website. So that is another way to kind of manage when you have several audiences is to be able to guide their experience through your website. So next, consider creating product ladders for each audience. So um, for those of you who are in the Just Keep Blogging Mentored Membership community that I have, which is basically like an online blogging school, I talk in that about creating um product staircases or product ladders. And I explain like how to build them out and then how to work them in. Um, so this information in kind of the second half of the podcast is going to be a little more advanced, but something to like think about, right? Like where you're going, where you're headed or where you're at right now. Um, but so if you have two different audiences thinking of like, what is the freebie that pertains to most of that audience? And then, you know, what is a low priced product that you could create for that audience? And like, once you create the low price products, you know, what might be the next highest price or what would be, um, another ebook of similar price that you could make. So like building out suites of products and things like that. So if you guys want to learn more about that, I recommend that you get into the membership materials and check out the information that I have on building, um, product staircases and product ladders, uh, to have a better understanding of that, like a deep dive into that to explain how to do that. But that can give you real strong trajectory, for your monetization strategy of each audience. Number eight, um, create funnels for each audience. So a funnel is one of those words that like kind of, I think terrifies people, but really funnels are just, again, um, guiding your subscribers or guiding your audience down a path that you'd like for them to take using copy, using emails, using you know, whatever it may be. I mean, funnels come in a lot of different forms, but the, the end result of funnels is getting someone to take an action that you desire for them to take. Um, that's kind of the key bottom line of funnels. And so, you know, once you know what products you want to offer, then you could potentially build out funnels and these funnels can create passive income. Um, but you can create specific funnels geared towards each audience. And that would be another way for you to be able to manage more than one audience is to be able to separate them, segment them, and then send them through materials that are most helpful for them based on where they're coming from. Next, uh, you want to format your editorial calendar to match your audience. So that's just something like when you're trying to manage both, 
you know, if you're writing two posts a week, then maybe each week you write one post geared towards the one audience. And then you write another piece of content geared towards the other audience that you're serving so that you can kind of balance out that content creation. Or if you're on a once a week schedule, you know, maybe one week one is for one audience. Week two is for the other audience. Week three goes back to the first audience. And then week four goes back to the second audience content creation strategy, just gearing content that you're creating on your website towards them and continuing to fill out each of those two categories that you've created on your website that really serve both those audiences. Um, and lastly, just know (laughs) it really is a lot of work to manage more than one audience. It really, really is. If you're going to do it like hardcore and you're going to segment and do all those things. Um, but it will probably be a lot easier than trying to build two separate platforms. So even though it's a lot of work and it may be hard, it's going to be way easier than you being like, you know, instead of keeping both of these audiences here, I'm going to branch off and make a second website that's geared towards educators and another web, you know, so my first website is geared towards homeschool preschool moms. And my other one is geared. But at the end of the day, if they're all coming to your website, basically for the same resources, there's no reason to separate because you have a lot, 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 lot of other ways of segmenting your list from one website than trying to build two separate things because it's very hard to build two platforms. Take it from me and everybody else that's come before me. (laughs) It's very hard to manage both. Um, So this is one benefit of being able to have multiple audiences on one platform is that you can manage it all in one place all in one, you know, Facebook page, all in one Instagram, all these things. Um, So just keep that in mind. So just to recap what I've talked about, um, if you've got more than one audience, here are some tips to help you manage that and make decisions. Number one, to manage more than one audience, you really need to be able to articulate who they are. You need to be able to divide them up, put them into, basically put them into little bins or categories that are very clear to you who they are. Next, You need to decide which ones you actually care about talking to, are passionate about talking to, have the capacity or the confidence to speak with, speak to. You need to decide which ones are worth talking to Um, because you can't be everything to everyone. So pick the ones that make the most sense, even for your business. Because remember, some of you, I know you're building, there's a ministry side for some of you guys. I know there's a business side, but you've got to be able to balance the two if you're struggling with that business is business and you're taking time away from family and time away from other things to build this business. And so it needs to be worth it. Next, got to decide whether you want to segment or not segment. Got to decide whether you want to organize your website for user experience, because that can help a lot. If you do organize for user experience, consider organizing your categories and making landing pages that are geared towards really like leading your each audience through the experience you'd like for them to have on your website um, that's clear and helpful and gives them the best of what you have to offer them. And if you get more advanced into this, consider creating product staircases or product ladders for each of the audiences that you have, create funnels for each audience, format your editorial calendar to match these audiences that you got. And again, remember to know that it is a lot of work but it's probably going to pay off in the long run and it is much easier to do than to separate your platforms. So I hope you guys who are struggling with two audiences found some of these tips and information helpful. Um, For some of you, it may get the wheels turning as to what you want to do next. And that's awesome. You know, feel free to pop into the group and talk more with our community about it. And whatever you do today, if you've got two audiences, you feel stretched, you're not sure what to do, 
The bottom line is you will find your success story if you just keep vlogging. Hey, before you go, I wanna let you know about something brand new that I'm gonna be offering. As you know, my heart is to help you guys just keep blogging, like to go after stuff with relentless intensity, get after it, don't back down, because that is really how you see your blogging aspirations come to fruition. And a new program that I've created to be able to help people work through this is the 12 week blitz boot camps. This is what I'm calling them. So I wanna explain really quick how these work. So every 12 weeks, starting in April, um, which basically means quarter by quarter, I'm gonna be offering 12 weeks of a very, very focused challenge-based boot camp, right? So I am trying to get you to take action in a specific area for 12 straight weeks in a place where I think it's gonna give you the most momentum for what you're working on in that season. This is one of those next best things, okay? So this is what I'm offering. So the first round will start April 1st and go through June 24th. This is all online. And the sessions that will be offered from April 1st to June 24th are the Content Blitz Bootcamp, which is geared to get you to get 30 posts out in 12 weeks. Uh, the Content Optimization Blitz Bootcamp, which is to get you to go back through old content if you've got a lot of content and update them for SEO, update them for pins, update them for Pinterest, update, just make them better. And last, there is the email opt-in creation blitz bootcamp. So if you are struggling to get email opt-ins up on your website or you don't like the ones you have, this is a chance for you to create at minimum a brand new opt-in, a new freebie or whatever, however you'd like to do that through this blitz bootcamp. And I'm gonna give you all the trainings you need. I'm gonna give you all the help I can give you um, to help you get through this 12 weeks and feel successful. So round one is April through June, 20, April 1st through June 24th. Round two is July 1st through September 16th. And I'm gonna be offering the same boot camps that I just talked about, but I'll be adding three more. So in the July through September rounds, there's gonna be a product creation blitz boot camp, a tripwire creation blitz boot camp. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically like a special offer that you offer your audience when they opt in um, to get a, like one of your first sales. And last is the funnel creation blitz bootcamp. So if funnels freak you out or you've never built one or you've got some and don't know that you love them, um, that is the focus of that one. Then round three will be September 23rd through December 9th, 2020. Um, and in this case, we're, I'm going to be offering a holiday content blitz bootcamp, a holiday content optimization bootcamp email opt-in creation bootcamp, product creation blitz bootcamp, tripwire creation blitz bootcamp, and funnel creation. So it's basically all the ones I've offered before, except two of them are gonna have a more holiday focus because it's gonna be fourth quarter. So this is a 12, these are 12 week programs that are designed to get you to focus, complete tasks, and, and feel successful after 12 weeks of implementation, support, and community. So what you get is simple to follow deep dive trainings for the blitz that you're participating in. And it's very systematic. It's a program that I've built specifically for these tasks. Step-by-step -step implementation plans and worksheets for each bootcamp in our online training center. The bootcamps are broken down into methodical action steps that you will implement with clarity, focus, and speed. There's a 12-week Facebook group that's limited to 29 other blitz participants if you sign up. 
a feeling of support as you go week by week through the boot camp from Kim, me, and my live Facebook videos, as well as Facebook group, Facebook group interactions. I'm going to be doing individual feedback, help, and clarity through two group Zoom meeting calls during the 12-week boot camp. And what you're going to finish with is a feeling of success and momentum as you finish a Blitz boot camp, having ditched the overwhelm and made important things happen on your blog with focus and knowing that is your next best thing. I'm putting a link in the description of this podcast episode. So if you want to learn more about these, um, the ones that are coming up are going to be awesome. Uh, for the ones that are in the future, there are definitely payment plans just to break it down so that you can pay for it over the next few months, but the prices aren't, you know, super high. So it's not like they're going to be massive payment plans or anything like that. Like, again, I just want you guys to buy in to the challenge. Um, you know, similar to if you were going to go run a 5k, right? Like you'd buy your 5k ticket, or if you decided that you were going to do a bikini competition or you were going to do some sort of competition, like you go ahead and buy in so that you know that when you get to that place, you are ready to dig your heels in and get some stuff done. So I hope that you will consider joining me because there is space for you. So please come join me. Let me help you make serious progress through one of my 12 week blitz boot camps.